This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is our, I was going to say, Raw Reaction Show for some reason. It's definitely not that. It's the preview show. We'll be doing a Raw Reaction Show on, uh, well, on Friday, I guess. That'll be the day after the game. Um, but this is, of course, looking ahead to the next Arsenal fixture, which in this case is Arsenal's game against West Ham United at the Emirates Stadium. A chance for Arsenal to get revenge for their League Cup elimination at the London Stadium earlier on this season. And as always with our preview shows, I'm joined by some fantastic members from our Discord server. Just a brief moment of, of pause to say the internet has been a little bit chaotic, um, so I'm hoping it's going to be fine. We're working on a wide connection um, now, so hopefully it's going to be smooth sailing from here, but you never can guarantee these things. First of all, joining us from across the pond is Mike. Uh, sorry, not Mike, it's James. <laughs> I'm not with it today at all. I'm really not. <laughs> How you doing, James? Well, it's been a great start to the show, Tom. I'm loving it. Doing great. How yeah, are you? Indeed. Indeed, yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. Around the other side of the other pond is Mike. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing very well. Uh, you can call me James if you want, if that makes things easier. <laughs> I've taken years off your mic by calling you James. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks very much, mate. It's been my day. And uh, maybe a couple of like garden ponds away is uh, is Garrett. How you doing, Garrett? How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Hope everyone had a good Christmas and uh, yeah, ready for us to play with the Hammers. Indeed, absolutely. Uh, we are, of course, looking ahead, as I said, to that game against West Ham United. Uh, West Ham off the back of a, a rather impressive win against Manchester United, a Manchester United side that can indeed beat Unai Emery, it seems, despite all of our doubts about what they're capable of. So West Ham, no mugs, it seems. And of course, we already know, James, that they've beaten us once this season. Does that defeat put the fear into you or are you relatively confident it'll be a very different game this time around? No, it's going to be a completely different game. If you look back at that game, and I was thinking about this earlier, uh, look at just like the last, let's say, 25 minutes, we dominated play. And that was after we brought on all the subs. Saka and Martinelli both came on, and that we just controlled the ball. I think we had – I was looking at it. I know Odegaard had at least a few shots, and obviously he scored. But I think the ball was just basically in our final third of the whole match after that. So 
relatively confident going in. Plus, Rice will be playing the entire game. That's going to make all the difference. Yeah, that is the narrative uh, of this one is, of course, the first league game in which Declan Rice will be going up against his former club. Mike, do you feel as though that situation, scenario, narrative is going to play into this game in any way? Or do you reckon it's going to be just like a the, the next game in the list, if you like? I think the latter. Uh, I, I think that if if it was uh, if it wasn't home, uh, then then it might play into the narrative a little more. But I think with it being uh, at the Emirates, I think it's it's done. It's just um, it's it's he's seen as an Arsenal player. He's uh, uh, thank goodness, and uh, it will uh, it'll not be an issue today. I don't think uh, until after the match when he wins potentially man of the match again and. Pops in a couple of goals, and that would uh, that would do the job. Yeah, the odds aren't too high um, in regarding uh, Rice getting man of the match because it happens just simply so often um, yes. across the course of the season. <laughs> I think it's more than half the games now uh, he's been awarded man of the match, which is considering there's eleven players on that field. Actually, no, there's there's twenty two, uh, but there's obviously subs that come on as well. That's pretty darn impressive, and it shows it the is. influence that he has had. And I think. Garrett, I don't know if you've noticed this on social feeds, but West Ham have tried to create something of a rivalry between us off the back of that Declan Rice transfer. I I, I saw a fantastic tweet uh, that quote tweeted West Ham Central. You guys may be aware of the the Twitter account West Ham Central. Uh, There was a tweet back in August, I think it was, that says, we don't care about Declan Rice. And someone quote tweeted that to say that that account has tweeted about Declan Rice 117 times since that tweet. (laughs) So I'm sensing they might care a little bit uh, about about that. What do you make of kind of this, I suppose, artificial rivalry that's trying to be created between the two sides? Yeah, I don't think it's there, to be honest. Um, It's size of clubs, everything, it's just that. Where uh, I think Arsenal are a much bigger institution. Um, look, fair play to West Ham for their trophy last season. You know, look, can't discredit them for that. But no, nah, I mean the rivalry is just not there. You look back, it's just, no. did we underpay for Declan Rice? Do you think we easily could have? I think they they could deserve an extra little payment. But uh, you know what? For how long it took us to get Declan Rice in, I don't think they deserve it now. Mm, yeah, it was. I remember, I, I don't know if it's still going, the GoFundMe page that's up to try and, you know, get a little bit more. It's fine, James. Don't worry about it, mate. I, I don't mind a little featurette. It's all good. <laughs> what do we make of, obviously, the absence of Kai Havertz in this game? He's suspended from his fifth yellow card of the season. How much of a miss is he going to be? I, I think it sucks because, obviously, he's been one of our better players in the last month and a half. He's, he's come on, you know, he's starting to be the player that we expect him to be and need him to be in that in that role. Um, but at the same time, you look at who we have that we can bring in, Trossard or Emile Smith-Rowe, because we need to play more attacking in this game. And I, I think either, either option is a great option. I would love to see Smith-Rowe get the start because I think, and I, I can't take this as my own words, I was listening to, uh, Ars blog, Arscast uh, pre-match show earlier, and he said the upside for Smith Rowe getting the start is so much higher if he comes in and he does well, that because that's gonna buoy him for the rest of the season. Whereas we already know what Trossard is; he's he's established. He's 28, 29 years old. But if Trossard or if uh, if Smith Rowe comes in and has a good game, and he that's you know that's a big confidence boost. Mm, yeah, it's a really good point. And I think that, you know, the idea of starting Smith Rowe in this game, it, it's high risk, high reward, I think, because 
that left hand side without you know without Rice and um, and without Havertz is kind of you know the, the combination of Rice and Havertz has worked well for the defensive element and, and covered to an extent Zinchenko at times it wasn't able to do it completely at Anfield but for a lot of the time that Zinchenko has started he's had the cover of Rice and Havertz ahead of him and Martinelli of course chasing back without Havertz that might change things quite significantly and maybe that changes the reason as to why maybe Smith Rowe either doesn't start over a Jorginho coming in or a um a Trossard coming in who's quite tenacious as well in what he provides to the team. Mike Zinchenko got a lot of kind of high intense scrutiny after the game against Liverpool for the 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 mistakes he made from how Salah was able to just completely you know bypass him at times. Do you think that will come into Arteta's thinking going forwards for selections? Or was it just a case of it's Mohamed Salah and whoever he's up against is going to have a tough time? I think Mohamed Salah's world class. I think the ball from Trent was on a uh, on a pin. Uh, I think that maybe if that ball hadn't been so good, Gabriel would have got across. I think Zin is... We know, we know Zinni, what Zinni brings in terms of positivity. We know that there's a potential area of weakness. And I think... It's sort of really up to Arteta to compensate for that. Um, uh, but I think that it's a long time, I think, or quite a few games, I think, since Zinni's played 90 minutes, which he did, of course, against Liverpool. So I think that may be, become part of the thinking rather than his performance per se, which, which although there are obviously um, things he could have done better in that game, uh, I, I don't think that'll be the determining factor about whether uh, whether he plays or not. And I think he'll play a part tonight, whether he starts or doesn't start. Um, uh, and he remains invaluable uh, in, in terms of what we want to do as a, as a football team. Indeed. Yeah, I, I think that the likelihood is is that he will start. But I know that there's a lot of fans and, and one of our panellists as well that maybe thinks that, that a slight change of, of selection is the right choice. Um, one player that has also, after that Liverpool game, it got increased scrutiny, Garrett, is, is Gabriel Martinelli, who is scoring this season, isn't anywhere close to what we saw last season. He struggled in games like Anfield and Villa Park this season as well to have an impact on the game. But, you know, he's arguably scored the most important goal of Arsenal's season so far, which of course was that one against Manchester City um, before that international break. And so, it, do you risk taking him out because he's going through a slight dip? Do you allow him to play himself into form or does Trossard come in for you in that position? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. No, in, for me, I think Martinelli has to stay. I mean, I think it's, it is partly down to kind of the change in system with Havertz there. Um, kind of mm. nice bugs. Five, even off the Arsenal vision talked about it. it's kind of like Havertz has taken a lot less touches than Jacka would have the ball is getting there a lot less and as a result kind of Martinelli isn't getting the ball in the advanced positions um, like he was last season so I think he's been a bit of a victim of the new system 
but I don't mm. think he can drop him. I think he, I just like the pace that Martinelli has over Trossard. Um, I think definitely Trossard's kind of future at Arsenal definitely lies more centrally than on the wing. Um, so now for me, he's got to start, to be honest. Like, I would hate to see him dropped. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think that Martinelli is the type of player that, of course, rides on, on the wave of confidence. And if he's playing, that is going to be the best opportunity to get him back into form rather than, say, giving him a rest. I know a number of players we thought it's the right idea to take them out of the, the firing line somewhat. I think Alex Awobi was one of those players that sometimes need to be taken away from the firing line when he was going for a bit of a dip and then bring him back in gradually. But yeah, Martinelli is someone that you, you know his class and quality is of a standard that if you play him, he will respond for you. Uh, and so that's really, really important to consider. Let's talk about our lineups because we've obviously gone through and selected the ones that we would like to see picked in tomorrow's game. Mike, we start with you. Talk us through your, your starting 11 and your reasons behind them and your star player, please. Okay, so uh, raring goal. Uh, back four, I made a little tweak. Um, having extolled the virtues of, of Zinchenko, I've dropped him. Um, so, but that's really for preservation of him uh, as a player. I think he, uh, I, I think Kivior may start. I think we'll see Zinni later in the game if we uh, either need to, 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 to push harder up up in the midfield or we might see him um, if, if we need to uh, if we need to mm. pop a goal or two we need some more firepower I think it'll help the f- whoever's playing up front at that stage um, so yeah give you all to start I've gone with Trossard rather than Smith Rowe I did debate the Smith Rowe potential inclusion but don't feel he's had the minutes yet to start a game um, so I, I suspect what might happen is uh, is Martinelli play the first 60, Trossard will flip to where Martinelli plays and then Smith will come in and do the last 30 just to give him that extra um, that extra few minutes. I don't think he's played a full I don't think he's played a full half hour yet. Um, so so I think build up the minutes, mind him as over the next few weeks. Uh, and then despite Martinelli Martinelli did have a break and then came back last season and, and banged in six in five games or something. So I, I did debate leaving Martinelli off for for maybe a, a star, but not on this game. Uh, it's possibly a good game for him to take advantage. The, or the other the other issue about Kivior is is I worry about Mohamed Kudos. Uh, I think mm. he might be he might be troublesome uh, and, and I still look over that direction and I'm a little bit envious that we haven't got him on our books, uh, I must admit. So I think Kivior might um, might just handle Kudos a little better. Uh, and then Saka, I've had as my star man, it's both the wingers have been slightly under par in terms of what our expectations are, although those expectations are very high. But maybe this is the game that Saka steps up again and smashes in a, uh, smashes in a couple. Um, I, I don't think he's been quite as, as poor as people have been suggesting. Uh, his output is still great, but it's his day to shine. Yeah, I think the Saka scrutiny always comes from the fact that we have such high expectation. If he goes a game or two without scoring, all of a sudden it's, oh, he's in a, he's in a bad patch. He's not playing well. And that's because yeah, our expectations of... A 22-year-old, you know, are so incredibly high still at this stage. And, you know, he can he can 
be so influential in so many games and he can do things off the ball and uh, and out of kind of the goal contributions that we don't necessarily talk about as much that is still so key in the way in which we move and it's no surprise that his right-hand side channel is the most used by Arsenal every single game most you know, nearly mostly every single game so yeah I have no um, issues with with Saka um, at the moment at all uh, Garrett talk us through yours mate yeah, so Ryan Nets, uh, wide at right back, Saliba Gabriel, and I have put Zinchenko in a left back. Um, yeah, look, I think at Anfield, he did get a bit exposed, but I think, kind of as Mike said earlier, it's, I think, on, on, on Arteta to compensate for that, and that's why I've brought in Jorginho and Rice in midfield. Um, I do think, but like, I think we will have more of the ball, but I think on the counter, with attackers in form, like they have, like Bone, who's in sensational form, and Kudus as well, who's a very, very good player. I kind of want a bit more control, to be honest. So that's why I've brought Jorginho in um, with Rice in the ace and then Odegaard. Martinelli, as I said, for me, he's got to keep playing. Um, I think, yeah, Thomas, you said very much kind of a confidence player, likes to ride the confidence. I think once goals start coming again, um, you know, I think, I don't know, I don't think he will get as many goals as that season just because of the system change. But I think he's just, we've got to keep playing him. Um, Jesus, of course, I think he has to, has to be there. And then Saka. Um, then I've gone for Odegaard as my star man. I think, yeah, I think he'll be important here. I think they're, defensively they're they're actually not too bad. Um, and I think he'll be, will need his, uh, just his kind of uh, guile around the box to kind of just uh, get that cutting edge. Yeah, I'm just trying to get onto the Premier League website at the moment just have a quick look at uh, West Ham's defensive record. They've conceded... Uh, 30 goals, um, which is the most in the top eight this season. Um, but obviously they do sit in seventh, which I think we can agree for West Ham is quite an impressive position for them to be in this year. Um, you have to go further down the table. There's only one, two, three, well, unbelievably four teams that have scored, uh, that have conceded, sorry, less goals below them. That includes Everton that sit in 17th. They've only conceded 22 goals. And uh, to put that into context, Villa, Spurs, Man United and Newcastle and Brighton have all conceded more goals than Everton, who sit in 17th place. So we all know what their problem has clearly been this year, despite the fact, of course, that they have had nine points deducted from them, which is obviously a, a massive, massive impact on their season as well. Um, let's go to James to, to finish off the, the guest lineups. Talk us through it, mate. Uh, pretty standard, I would say. Raya goals and Chenko. I think we need Zinchenko in this game to get through the low blocks. Like Mike was talking about how they're going to be playing in the low block. And I think that he is one of our best weapons to break those down from the back moving forward. Uh, that being said, I do recall Zinchenko and Gabriel both being on the field when Kudu scored against us in the cup. So it's risk versus reward. Uh, Gabriel Saliba and Rice, that, that triangle's got to be one of the best in the world right now, if not the best. So they, you just can't change that. White on the right side, I think that he's been okay lately. I'm hoping that he kind of plays himself into form sooner or later. Uh, then Trossard and Odegaard, right behind that front three. Um, I could have gone ESR, I could have gone Jorginho, but I just think bring Trossard in and get the game dead and buried in the first 30 minutes. Uh, then Martinelli. And Saka, speaking of players that need to play themselves into form, those two need to get it going. Like, yeah, I, it, like Garrett said, I don't think the Martinelli's or, or you, Tom, one of you said it. One, they're not, he's not going to score as many goals as he did last season just because of the system change. 
and that sucks, but they need to figure it out. Like Martinelli's goal last year where he drove into the box and then just shot it near post with his left foot. Why haven't we seen that more this year? It needs to happen. Um, and then Jesus up front, he's going to, you know, hold up play against the, the big center backs like he always does. And then Martinelli is my star man because I'm counting on him to play himself in for him. Indeed, yeah, we got hope that he does as well. Um, this point from JD, who says Trossard hasn't done well whenever he started a game for us this season. He comes to life usually in the 77th minute when running and dribbling past tired defenders is one of the best super subs. I'm not going to deny the second part that he's one of the better, um, you know, players coming off the bench, but I wouldn't say it's, I'd be a little bit hesitant and I'd kind of sign a raise caution, if you like, at the idea of saying he hasn't done well whenever he started a game. Don't forget that he started the game against Burnley in which he got a goal and an assist, uh, the Emirates as well. It's worth pointing that out. He also started our 1-0 win uh, at Everton, if you remember that that goal that he scored in that game as well. He, st- he started that fixture away from home. He started the 1-0 uh, the, the win over Brentford, finished that game. He started the game against Wolves in which we won 2-1 and was was clearly involved with so many of those chance creations in, in that game as well. So even though we weren't able to take too many of those chances, he was key to being in the build-up of, of so many of them. So I agree to the sense that I, th- I think that his better performances have come from the bench, but do not rule out the possibility of Trossard having a good game, you know, from the start, because he has done so far this season at different points. Um, and there's part of me that thinks we might see him start, considering the fact that when Havertz wasn't in the starting eleven, it was Trossard who was being picked by Arteta in that role. But I've gone for for Jorginho and Rice. The reason being is something that Mike brought up earlier in the show, which is about Mohamed Kudus, who has been in fantastic form, as has Jared Bowen as well. I just think that, you know, having Rice... And Jorginho with Rice skewed to the left to give Zinchenko a bit more support in this particular game, I think might be the way forwards here. But if it turns out to be Trossard or Smith, I think that we've got very good options uh, and shows you the depth that we've got in this team going forwards. The rest of the team is self-explanatory with Raya, White, Saliba, Gabriel, um, Odegaard, Saka, Jesus, Martinelli, of course, as well. So it is going to be intriguing, though, what Levney goes for, especially considering we got that away trip to Fulham just a few days after. I think it's more likely he rotates in that game than this game. But uh, considering they've been pretty pretty poor, have, have Fulham in the last few weeks. So, yeah, I think it's more likely we see a stronger eleven this run out rather than the uh, rather than the game at Craven Cottage in a few days' time. Let's go to predictions then. Uh, James, we'll start with you. Um, talk us through your scoreline and scores, please. Right on to you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go three nil. Martinelli hat trick. Indeed. I love that. I'd be great to see him play back into form after that and really shut the uh, the critics up, as always. Mike? Uh, I've got 3-1. Um, I think Saka, Odegaard and Martin only gets one in just to, just to build his confidence a little bit. Mm. And Garrett? Yeah, I'm going to go 3-1 as well. Uh, I'm going to go with Jesus, Odegaard and hopefully Salt mm. Moons. I'm going to go with, uh, I was really tempted to go with 3-0 or 3-1 as well. I'm going to go 4-1 in that case. be a little bit different. Um, ben White Screamer, obviously, who I have to say, I, I did the interview with him and you heard it. Uh, he His reputation precedes him, is all I'm going to say regarding that. He is 
ray of sunshine is is benjamin white to, <laughs> to engage with it was great and it was an experience I, I was calling for it and i certainly got what i uh what i asked for um so ben white screamer of course uh martinelli with a goal i think it's important to get him onto the score sheet um Erdogan, i think it's important for him to get a goal because he's also been getting a little bit of heat recently and i think zinchenko getting a goal would also be quite amusing to see as well somebody goes zinchenko Erdogan. White and did I say Martinelli was the other one? I think I did. Um, I've already forgotten. So that's the four. Um, probably Mohamed Kudus on the break, uh, against Zinchenko, most likely will be the one that we concede. Uh, the chat box, let's see what you guys are saying. Jean's going 4 1, Rice, Zinni, Merton Odegaard, and Smith Rowe, who I assume he's also starting in this game. Uh, Temi says 12 0 win with a Rice quartet. I mean, I we really should have predicted a deck of Rice goal, shouldn't we? That would have been. That, yeah. that should be the way forwards, really. Uh, Sadiq says 2-0 Arsenal. Aaron says 2-1 Jesus Havertz with Kudus getting West Ham's goal. Old Day's going for a 2-0 Trossard Jesus with Jesus being man of the match. MR Reaction's going for a 3-1 Rice to score. Third one is going to be from outside the box. I hope that is. That, that'd be great. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Arthur says 2-1. I assume that's to the Arsenal as well. Benji says 3-1 Arsenal, Jesus, Rice and Smith-Rowe. Nav says 4-2 Arsenal, Saka Martinelli, Jesus and Rice. John says 5-0 Odegaard with two, Saka, Jesus, and Martinelli with one each. Uh, Tom's going for a 3-1 classic Arsenal-West Ham scoreline. We have, I feel like we have played West Ham and beaten them 3-1 in, in a lot of games, um, yeah. from recent memory at least. Uh, Jonas says, time to shine. 6-0 Gunners, Saka 2, Martinelli 2, Jesus and Nketi on the scoreline as well. <laughs> this is great, James. I'm loving this. Uh, anyway, says 2-1 Arsenal or 2-2. Two, two. Uh, JD says Saliba to score 1-0. Johan says 3-1. Mafia Boss says 3-1. Um, lovely stuff. Uh, just before we go, uh, I did get a notification while we were live saying that a couple of people have bought tickets to the event. Check the website. We have 10 tickets left for our live event. So if you would like to come along um the link is down in the description 10 tickets remain so i usually tell people on the morning show for those that are sitting in a different time zone perhaps you're over the week of february 22nd that's the day after our away trip to porto so if you're in london on the thursday james is very jealous then perhaps uh you'll be able to be over for the uh the event people so as i said link down in the description thank you to my fantastic panel uh please show them plenty of love in the live chat and the comment section james thank you for your time tell me where they can find you and of course the little one i say little one not so little one he's the big one she's she's my hefty girl <laughs> Uh, she have her own X account is by now is or an Instagram. <laughs> I'm not one of those dog people. <laughs> anyway, uh, I appreciate you having me on, Tom. As always, uh, I'll be in the Discord. Lovely stuff, Mike. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you for staying up late for us. Oh, you're so welcome, Tom. Yep, I was meandering around the house, and I thought, what what better thing to do? So, um, did you enjoy Christmas yeah. Beach Day? Was it good? Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was very good. Uh, yeah, very warm, but very good. And, um, Lovely stuff. Uh, you can yeah. find Mike as well in our Discord server too. Uh, Garrett, thank you as well for your time. Much appreciated. Tell me where they can find you. Yeah, cheers, mate. Um, yeah, no, as always, um, I suggest people join up to Discord. It's good crack in there. And yeah, you get to. <laughs> yeah, always rich on Lovely stuff. Uh, I think that it's going to have to be a thing about preview shows that everyone has to try and get their pet uh, onto the camera at some point. So next preview show, that's the challenge. For the record, I don't have one, so that's going to be a challenge for me. So we'll see how that one goes. Um, but thank you to the chat box and for those catching up as well. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on. So you never miss a show. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8am. Very quickly, um, Pete's dropped in a super chat. Pete Kenny, uh, he says, Tom, 
Well, Martinelli seems to be struggling lately, finding in the net. I wonder if we can put him in the middle uh, and Trossard to the right. What do you think about that? Martinelli through the middle. I know it's something that he's been used for in training at times. Maybe we'll see it used in the future. I don't think it will be, uh, however. I think his, his position is very much assured for the foreseeable future on that left. But maybe if there's an injury, um, maybe we have to use him there. Let's wait and see. Thank you for listening, guys. I'll see you again tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., bright and early. Stay safe, stay well, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.